Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Mama. Mama. Just yeah. killed it. Okay. Yeah. Yay! No, that went through my head a lot, too. Sorry. Um, it was written by, or it was directed by Wendy Stansler, who also directed Welcome Back, Jim Gordon, uh, for Gotham. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it was written. You mean the one where he was never actually gone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was written by your favorite, Damien Kindler. Okay. What did he write? Uh, a lot of stuff. Okay. Stuff and things? Uh, he wrote Lester Key of Solomon. Oh, he wrote right. like that's three right. or four in the first ep- yeah. or in the first season. He also that's comes back to do nine. episode 16 of season two. Okay, cool. So we'll see him again. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I did look and he hasn't been announced for anything for season three so oh, far, no. but they've only got like titles for yeah, I think three episodes so far. So, you know. Yeah, they won't release anything till it's start to time yeah. to air. They're secret that way. So I, I thought this was a, a step forward for them. It was a giant leap. I thought it was much better than Heartless. the last couple episodes. Oh my gosh. Well, we got uh, we got a lot of backstory mm-hmm. for Abigail and Jenny. Thank yep. goodness. We find out what happened to Mama Mills, yep. finally. And there's a lot of... The, the story gets pushed forward. Plus we see Frank. We get we Frank. See we see Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. And a sick Ichabod, and he's precious. Yes. And they show that they can actually have all these characters in one episode, and it not feel overly full, although we could have used more Ichabod. And see, that's the thing. When they put them all in the same story, it's okay. Yeah. Don't try... You don't have to do a separate thing with Jenny, and a separate thing with Frank, and a separate thing with the main team. Because, yeah, that does feel really fractured, but... Although, I feel like Ichabod really got kind of sidelined, too. I think he did. I, I was thinking that, too. But I think... Maybe Tom was doing... He must have been doing something else. Maybe. Because he was really barely in this He was episode. barely in it, yeah. yeah. Which sure. I'm okay with if they do that sparingly. Right. So, you know... And but plus, he was still there. Plus, it was a very Abby-Jenny-centric episode. And they explained where he was. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, Ichabod's not helping this week. Which is what they do with Jenny, and I don't understand it. Or I Frank. never understand when, when, she, when Jenny isn't involved in the case. Yeah. I mean, she's great at this. This is what she's been training for her yeah. whole life. Yeah, Corbin made sure she was trained for this, knowing Abby was the witness. Yeah, because apparently everybody knew Abby was the witness. Except yeah, Abby. yeah, yeah. Poor thing. I know. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. So, but yay, Jenny. Yay, Jenny. Yay, all of this. This was a good episode. Thank you, Damien. Episode. I know. Yay, yay, yay. Okay. Um, so we start off, and um, Abby is uh, running around purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> Already you're like, what? I didn't feel very purgatory-ish to me. I only know it was because that's where we only find out later. that's what they tell us. Yeah. Um, but there's mysterious fog, there's creepy singing, and a woman in a robe. Apparently, yep. mom was a druid. <laughs> and she's singing, you are my sunshine. That was really creepy. And uh, Abby immediately asks if she's, she's like, mama? Immediately. Yeah, so you know that that's yeah. mama. So, uh, and then, you know, uh, she tells... That's the name of the episode. Yeah. Oh. Her mom, uh, who we never see her face in this uh, part, she tells Abby to beware of demons. Right. And then Abby wakes up. Because Ichabod wakes her up. Because Ichabod wakes her up because he's sneezing. Because he has a cold. And it's she's a like... sick fic. Yep. Oh my God, I love sick fics. Sick fics are the best. They are great. Um, especially if they're super fluffy. And he's ill, and it's adorable. She's like, would you please go home? And, uh, and he says no. He's like, no, I'm fine. I can help. 
<laughs> and um, he's like, uh, he's like, well, you know, you're napping in the middle of the day too. She's like, I was up all night researching. Dude. Yeah, and she's like, I was working. She's like, so I've been dreaming about my mom a lot lately, and um, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, Moloch sent demons to torment your mom, which is always pleasant to talk about. Sure. And uh, he struggles with the childproof cap of his medicine, and it's just okay, adorableness. Here's a fun story. Okay. When my children were little, I think my youngest was maybe five. And uh, one of them, my youngest has always had allergy problems, but um, I don't remember what exactly. It was, a, it was a bottle of cough medicine, and it was a childproof cap, and mm-hmm. I could not get it open. And in my frustration, I handed it to my child, and she opened it. <laughs> Five-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, good it job, was, packaging companies. I know, right? Yeah. And so I was he, just frustrated. He's, he struggles. Uh, <laughs> and it's precious. Um, but Abby gets a call from Captain Reyes, um, or a text or whatever, and she's like, okay, you need to stay put. Um, I've got to go, you know, do my job. Do you know that job that pays for your phone bill? Yeah. And she tucks him in. It was cute. It was, he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And she's like, go to sleep. It's adorable. It's so it great. Is. And so uh, she goes to the station, and um, Reyes tells Abby that there have been uh, three suicides in three nights at Terrytown. And why they're taking this long to do something about it, I don't know. Yeah. And so um, she gives Abby the case, but basically she's like, I know you were going to work this anyway, even if yeah, I didn't give it to you. She's like, why are you giving it to me? And, and Reyes is like, yeah, because if I didn't, you were going to, you would take it anyway. She's yeah. Like, yeah that's true. Okay. Um, and so she's like, oh, you just took down a satanic cult, so I know I can trust you. Well, that's, yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's what I would do and she's like do whatever it takes to solve the case okay whatever that might involve so some light exorcism it's fine yeah whatever <laughs> well she's given her some free reign so yeah so that was nice we had to come around to that eventually which of course we haven't seen sheriff reyes in like three episodes or something something like that yeah so yeah i keep i ca- i guess i kept expecting her to be like frank was the first season i did like more of a more involved step into the 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 role of helping the good guys. Yeah. But she's just uh, a civilian. I guess that's what you'd call her. Because at this point, I would have been happy with Frank not going to jail or whatever that bullshit was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Reyes still being brought in because a lot of folk are still dying in Sleepy Hollow. Well, sure. Yeah, there was a... a and then... S- and then there was the mention of there was more decapitations. Yeah, and so... But then never talked about again. No, but I would have liked to see Frank kind of have to deal with Reyes because he knows what's going on and she doesn't. She's just trying to help. So I would have preferred or, that. Or even uh, Reyes has to go talk to Frank about this case or that case because you know, he was there when it was going on. Yeah. And maybe something. he needed to explain a thing or two to her. Yeah. Something. I don't know. But whatever. Uh, um. So Abby, Yeah, I wanted more Reyes. Yeah, I did too. Um, so Abby takes Jenny to Terrytown. And um, she basically, she's like, I'm sorry for getting you involved, but um, she knows the place. Right. And um, as soon as they come in, which I thought this was weird, um, because there's patients just milling about, um, a patient stare, this guy named Walter stares at them, and he starts to kind of advance toward them, but he's stopped by a nurse. Well, and they're right there at the sign-in part. Yeah. What's a patient doing right there and we've Thank seen them you. do that in the show before with the hi 
No, they're behind locked doors. Yeah. They're not right out they're there. They're not just the milling no, around. No, no. So, yeah. But he's led away by this nurse, uh, Gina Lambert. And um, before she goes, uh, Gina says that she knows Abby. Um, and that, uh, well, and Abby's like, we want to start off by talking to Irving. And she's like, oh, he'll love that. Which, aren't they still banned from talking to Frank? I thought they were. So, I, who the fuck knows? Yeah, that was kind of suspicious. Yeah. Right there. So they go see Frank. Frank! And I'm so excited already. I'm like, yeah, I got Frank and Jenny. And, um. And together. Yes. Yes. Because I'm still sailing that ship, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Um, and so he says that the the first guy that committed suicide was making progress, um, and he says he wasn't suicidal. He had found religion. He had formed a prayer group. Da 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 da. Right. Um, but Jenny does have a really good point that um, backslides do happen. Yeah. It, that does. I mean, it's a thing. Yeah, it's mental so. illness for a reason. If it was just easy, they'd you know you'd yeah. be in there for a little while and you'd get fixed up and you'd move on. Yeah, I don't so. know, but no. Um, but Abby kind of tries to delicately sort of ask him, like, you weren't involved, were you? Because, <laughs> you know, a horseman owns your soul. Well, you know, and if he kills somebody, then he gets the soul back. Yep. So. But that wouldn't explain three people. No. So, and he's like, no, I'm not involved. I'm still for now in control of my own actions. He even picked out his own color of jello that morning he did which why they were having jello with breakfast yeah, i don't I know don't but know. whatever well sometimes that's all the patients will eat so yeah hospitals are known for their jello though that's like a trope in all TV yeah it shows. is it is the hospital jello and which, i didn't get jello once when i was in the hospital last year no jello oh, rude that's it the next time you go in the hospital i'm making you jello okay <laughs> johnny just brought me a giant pan of jello vodka in it yeah i mean what because if i'm gonna make you jello it's gonna be jello <laughs> shot the good kind <laughs> <laughs> so uh so the, she also promises him she's like listen frank we're gonna find a way to get your soul back yep which was nice because at this Aww. point i felt like they had completely forgotten yeah, about the him. whole storyline was just gone yeah it was like oh hey frank i know we don't visit you or anything because apparently we can or... visit you now yeah or you know talk about you yeah but you know, so whatever. So uh, Jenny and Abby go, and they they're looking at the surveillance tapes um, from the guy that hung himself. Right. I really wish if we just step back for a second. I really yeah. wish we could have more Frank and Jenny interaction. Not even just because of the ship, but they have a lot in common now. They've both been in Terrytown Psych. Yep. You know, they've got all this. They're on that side of the fence. Well, and I also thought or it was in interesting the yard. because they never make mention of Henry banning her. No, they don't. So she could have, I mean, because if you don't tell me, if you haven't gone out of your way to tell me, I'm thinking that he hasn't banned her. He's just banned the Not witnesses. That we know of, right. She could visit him. She could. She could be his link they were, to. They were buddies. Yeah. There, there was some buddiness going on there, even if, you know, ship or no ship, they're still friends. They've and got for, a connection. And I could definitely see her, like, especially after when he got drugged after beating the guy that mm-hmm. crippled Macy. Right. Her coming in and being like, listen, I know what it feels like to be in here, but not be insane, but mm-hmm. be treated that way. Right. Yeah. And, it, of course, he has to kind of play up to it. And because here's how you sneak out. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. I just. Wasted. Yeah. Wasted. Storyline potential just wasted. And if you don't know what to do with Jenny in the main story, then have her talk to Frank. Have that be her appearance. Yeah. I would be happy with that. Exactly. So, yeah. 
see what Frank thinks about this. Whatever. Anyway, so they go into the security room to watch these videos, and I'm like, yes. they let Jenny in there? Yeah, I thought that, too. As a former patient? I thought that, too. But, you know, yes. apparently apparently Abby's uh, badge can get Abby whatever apparently she wants. Apparently so. Um, and so they go look at the tapes, and they... Um, Jenny talks about how she broke in to see her mom once. When she was a little girl. When she was little. And, um, but instead she, she only watched her have a fit and get dragged away. And so poor Jenny. I mean, this yeah. whole thing has got to be super traumatic for her. If that's her last memory of her mom, that's, and she's the little sister. Yep. She's the younger one. So, oh, bless her. And so, uh, Jenny warns Abby that she's like, listen, none of this is going to change what happened to mom. No. And Abby's like, no, but, you know, we've yeah. lived for years thinking, or she has, thinking that she was going to be next. Yeah, she, she was admits gonna, that she was afraid of going crazy herself. Just like her mom. And just like Jenny. Yeah, and just like Jenny. So now she she's, thought Jenny was actually. Right. And mm-hmm. so now she's like, nope, I'm a witness. We're going to find out what happened. And, you know. Well, it's really opened her mind up. Yeah. To a lot more. Especially now that they know that. Like, the demons their mom saw were real. Yeah. Jenny seems to be, like, really kind of closed off. Yeah. Emotionally. I don't think she wants to even sense. talk about it no. anymore. Let alone... Because she thinks they're not, they're not going to be able to do anything about right. it. Right. Um, and so, Jenny uh, cues up the video of uh, the night the guy died. And he hangs himself. And they see a flicker in the corner of the room. And apparently there's a night vision overlay. Seriously? Which I thought... They're equipped for that? Yeah. And every, nobody thought to do that before Abigail came in to... Thank you. But they whatever. see the, the spirit of their mom in the corner, like, muttering. Um, And so it's like, da-da-da. <laughs> commercial. Yeah. <laughs> commercial break. You know it's dramatic when there's a commercial break. Yeah. And so... Even uh, on Hulu, there was a commercial break right there. <laughs> Just saying. So we go back to the archive, and... um. Abby tells Ichabod what they saw and that she uh, had a video expert confirm. Or she was having. Or she was having. Having. She sent Jenny with the tape. How do you explain that to to anybody? Well, you know, people who do that sort of videotaping checking thing. I mean, people send, I mean, ghost hunters. Yeah. Come on. People send that kind of stuff off all the time, which. Hey, confirm that this is my dead mom. That just seems kind of weird. But yeah, she sends Jenny off to do that. And she talks about that her mom was on, and she lists several different medications. um, Yeah. And Ichabod says that those medications were made for delusions. Her demons were real. Lithium isn't. Lithium's a mood stabilizer. Yeah, it is. Um. Whatever, they just rattled off a bunch of crap. Yeah. Um, I'm really beginning to wonder if Tom was actually sick during the filming of this. I started to wonder that, too, because he was pretty damn convincing. He was really convincing. He looked so done. He did. Either the makeup department did really well with this. Yeah. Because usually their makeup department is really bad. Bless them. Um, with monster makeup, anyway, but... Yeah. With him being so... I'm like, is he actually Yeah, I kind of wondered about that myself. Yeah, he was very... He was a little too convincing. Yeah. Um, and so she tells him about the last time she saw her mom outside at the hospital. Um, it was when her and Jenny came home from school and their mom got really upset with them for taking the bus. And she told them that they have to outsmart the demons by thinking like the demons. Mm-hmm. 
And mom um, does appear to be pretty psycho. Yeah, I can see why them kids was scared. I can be too, because you don't. I mean, they don't. They didn't know any better. No. Um, they just know the other moms aren't like this. No, and they just wanted to talk to their friends on the bus. Yeah, that's all. And um, but eventually she calms down and she hugs them and and she's like, "Don't trust anybody," which is such a burden for a child. Yeah. Now Laura Mills, because we actually see her here. Yeah. Is played by, and I'm going to mispronounce her name, Anjanou. Okay. Ellis. Okay. She was in The Help. Oh, okay. She played uh, Eula May. Oh, okay. The, um, I, and I had, like, I knew the name, but I had to go and find a picture of her to know which character it was, uh-huh. but she was the, the young one that uh, got accused of stealing the ring and oh, then got sent to jail. Oh, okay. She did a really good job in this. She was great. I like her. But, I mean, I she's been in other things, but that was yeah, what that was the big one stood out to me. I felt I, so I bad for her in this. Oh yeah, I did too. I mean, just oh, my heart ached, and for the and for the little babies, mm-hmm. the poor little babies. Um, so then Holly comes in. <laughs> he has gone to the cabin. He has, and he's gotten them supplies. And he brings Ichabod some matzo ball soup. Like, he grabs some maps, because apparently Abby's not letting Ichabod go back to the cabin. No. For whatever reason. But he brings God knows, let's not, go, let's not let him go somewhere with a bed to actually rest. I know, right? Um, well, I think she's just trying to keep him close so she can look after him. Because she yeah. made him do the eucalyptus Oh, that was thing, great. And he's like, this is not working. It sucks, by the way. I would not do That sucks. I can't do that crap. It's I can't. Too close. I, it's, I love mm, that stuff. Mm-mm. Um... Well, you know me and my sinuses yeah. are so jacked up anyway. But um, matzo, have you ever had matzo ball soup? Yes. And the thing about, about me and matzo ball soup is the first matzo ball is awesome. I can't eat any more than that of the actual matzo balls. They're so rich for me. Yeah. I don't really care for the balls. But I, I like but the, I will the broth. Eat, is, uh, the broth, I will. <gasps> it's heaven. It is. But I start trying to eat because um, I used to work for a Jewish family. Mm-hmm. And every holiday. Matzo ball soup. They, well, they would. Um, grandma. Of the family, the matriarch mm-hmm. of the family, they would always have meals at mm-hmm. her house. And so uh, the family members who worked at the, the company mm-hmm. would rotate and go to, to, to Booby's house. Aww. Booby. And um, she was adorable. She was the sweetest little old lady, too. I loved her. And they would all take turns going, and they yeah. would bring me some back. Oh, that's nice. They would always nice. bring me something back to try because yeah. of the Jewish food. And we would talk about it and Good try stuff, it. stuff, yeah. Man, the baklava was the best. But uh, they brought me matzo ball soup one time because I never had it. Yeah. And But the broth was just, oh, man, I could drink that up all freaking day. But when it got to actually eating the matzo balls, they were just a little. And they were fine. They were not offended. Yeah. They're like, matzo's not for everybody. I like them. They're just so rich. I can only have one matzo yeah. ball. And then they would do, they would have their fasting. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go out for lunch. Yeah. So you weren't like. So I wasn't like hey. eating in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's respectful. That's weird. But yeah, so I, but I got both sets of holidays off. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, and I kind of half so expected was, so him to take a bite, but he didn't. He just sipped the broth. So are we supposed to believe that? Yeah. So are we supposed to believe that Holly is Holly Jewish? No, he said courtesy of the local deli. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, don't, you can't just get matzo ball soup. At least not where we are. No, that would be nice though, because that is a yeah, perfect sick meal. It is. That's some good stuff. Because I'm like, fuck it all. If I'm sick, I shouldn't have to make my own chicken soup. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah. Um, 
And so uh, Ichabod does actually try it, and he likes it. He likes it. Oh, he thinks it's heaven. He just doesn't want Holly to know it. Yeah. And so he uh, he pulls out a copy of Washington's original map, and Terrytown Psychiatric is on a ley line, which just seems terribly convenient. happens to be. You think they wouldn't have noted that before when they were talking about ley lines, but whatever. Um, and so uh, it's this, like, you know, it's got extra supernatural juice behind it because it's on this ley line. And... Um, he wonders if Moloch has summoned their mom's spirit to basically jank with Abby. Yeah. And that's uh, a thing. Yeah. And so it makes a hell of a lot more sense the last episode. That's true. And so Abby's like, well, you know, Katrina still hasn't destroyed Moloch. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, uh, what'd well, you say? What'd you say? He's like, Oh, well, I believe, you know, he believes in his wife. And, Are you talking to me? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> And they have to they have to let her work. So he goes and sits in the corner with his suit. Because mm-hmm, you hadn't heard anything. That he sneaks the sipping yeah. when nobody's looking. Yeah. And so <laughs> he's uh he's like, No, I should go with you and she's like, No. And uh she's talking to Holly and um Ichabod's in the corner dozing off. And uh she's like, Did you put anything in that soup? And he said, Well, you know, you wanted him to sleep. <laughs> You wanted me to bring you something to help him sleep, so he, so he drugged did. the soup. But Holly calls him Mr. Woodhouse. Yes, he does. I thought you would enjoy that. From Emma. Um, and Abby's like, I didn't know you were a Jane Austen fan. I'm like, uh, dude, he called him Pride and Prejudice just a few episodes ago. Yeah. So, hello. Yeah. So, that's funny. That was adorable. Um, so, we go to fucking Frederick's Manor. Where there's still no sign of a computer. Or <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> And you're just a little bitter about that. We're going to track his internet history. What? How in the... Whatever. Yeah. Um. So, Katrina's like, I'm not going to help. She tells Henry. And um, Henry's like, but look at this tiny cute baby. And it's an orphan. And I only want good, nice things for the child. Because, you know, totally believe your son the horseman of the apocalypse. You're the horseman of war. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he's like, pick the baby up. And um No no, it's fine. It's fine. And then she she kinda hesitates and he's like, Oh, so so you're just gonna let the baby uh just lay here like you you know, like you abandoned me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so much guilt. And he calls her mother a lot. And um so she's like, Fine, I'll pick the baby up. And um she uh she coos and all over it and oh it's so so cute. Henry is jealous. Yeah, he he kind of like he's really surprised by it. And Which is weird. He gives this really weird, conflicted face. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, so you have maternal instincts after all. And uh, so, yeah, I was like, oh, I feel just a teeny tiny just bit bad for him. Just a tiny bit. I still don't think there's good in him. No. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, the baby gets all gross. Yeah. You, come, you come around, you, the camera comes around from the from Katrina's back. Yeah. And what you see, like, this crusty demon like, baby black like it's burned yeah yeah it looked a lot like like a crispy yeah like crispy yeah i don't know how else to describe it and it starts latching onto or and it and it got all these weird like gross infecty stuff on her yeah so i was like well this is gonna end well all right yay (laughs) so uh Abby and Jenny. Die. I know that's gonna die. That's, that was me. I was like, oh, maybe she'll die. 
<laughs> and so uh, Abby and Jenny and Holly go to Terrytown. So now Holly's sticking around. Yeah, which they'll let anybody in. Um, and they're looking at the security cameras again. And they spot Walter, uh, the guy that they met earlier on the monitors, breaking a mirror and preparing to cut his wrist. How did the patient get the mirror? Don't know. They're not allowed mirrors. They're not allowed shoestrings. I don't know how the guy had anything to hang himself with They've either. They've had all the serious suicide crap going on. Well, to hang your, all you gotta do is just tie up a uh, sheet really well. Um, yeah, but when we got the it. flashback of Lori's room, it was like a harness type thing. Yeah, but you're you're that's spoilers. Yeah, um, <laughs> for like but ten minutes. Ha- but they've had three suicides, and they're not allowed to have glass or mirrors or even shoestrings. So why in the hell? Yeah, I mean, it's a shoddy to, psychiatric for, facility for men to even shave. You have to be supervised like literally somebody standing there and it's a safety razor i'm sure it's a safety razor and it's it's in a locked room it was a specialized room but it's just i him having the mirror is just so beyond what i can accept. and it was a big enough mirror too like it was a big like mirror he had to break it yeah and he still I, had a giant mm-hmm. shard i'm like whatever um and so they run to his room and um they stop him before he can kill himself as you do and um, Abby sees her mom's spirit in the doorway. And as soon as she sees her, she gets, like, zapped to a different part of Terrytown. Yep, everybody all disappeared. Into this abandoned wing. And, um... Ghosty things happen. Ghosty things happen. That's exactly what happens. Because she sees, like, stuff out of the corner of her eye. And she's, like, got her gun pointed. And um, a light almost falls on her. And then she sees her mom's spirit again. And um, Lori tells her that it's not safe there. And then this nurse that we met earlier, Gina, arrives. And um, Abby tries... Is her name Gina? I missed that part. Yeah, Gina nurse Lambert. Lambert. Nurse Lambert. Yeah. And um, and she, uh, she's... And Abby's like, oh, no, I, I wandered over here. And, uh, you know, and she's like, well, you know, this place can do things to you. And uh, Abby's like, I'm fine. And she's like, you don't look fine. <laughs> Which is nice. People love being told that they look tired and not fine. Now, uh, Nurse Lambert is played by uh, Cynthia Stevenson. She's great. Who I adore. She was in Dead Like Me. Yeah. Which was like one of my favorite shows ever. Okay. I love that show. They're like, they even made a movie about it. Yeah. It was really short lived. But um, She's been in all kinds of stuff. Well, Mandy Patinkin was in it. Yeah. Which is why I started watching it. Yeah. But it was hilarious. <laughs> and I don't do comedies. Yeah. But, did, but you know, comedy about... about Great Graham Reapers was just yeah. I had to. You could not. She was in that, which was really good. Um, and so uh yeah, so the you know, she goes back to the others. Well, Jenny and Holly go looking for him. Yeah. And Jenny finds her, but Mama left a code on a door. Yeah. For a specific tape. Yeah. How does she know A, how did she know the code? Yeah. Because Abby just blurts out immediately, Oh, that's it's the a patient code, code that they used for uh, the videotape, videotaped interviews, and how did Lori know exactly which tape it was? And that the tape is mysteriously burned onto a DVD yeah, from 15 years ago. Yeah, well, you know, that's record keeping. But yeah, so they, um, and they have all the recordings of the archive. Uh, so they go back to the archive, uh, or they but head back to the archive. S- she says... I've got all of those at the archive. Which, conceivably, I could see her getting all her mom's 
pertinence. No, especially knowing that her mom was involved in the whole demon war well, thing. Well, there's that, and Reyes gave her a copy of mom's files. True, and true. She, uh, Reyes told her anything you need to investigate this. So there you go. There's at least there's an explanation there. Yeah. Um, and so we go back to Katrina. And she puts the baby back in the crib. But then she's like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> and she sees where, like, her arm, her, her the top of her shoulder has turned, uh, started to, like, it looked almost burnt. It was blackened, creepy. kind of a, yeah, it was um, weird. where she held the baby. And she's like, fuck. And so, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing again. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so she goes outside, which, did you notice that the manor looks quite nice? Oh, well, yeah. Looks yeah. lovely. It was lovely. Um, And so, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, look, there's some devil's breath flowers. Which that actually is. Actually, oh, it is. The, I was going to ask you. It is. Because uh, I remember looking this up when we first watched it, because I thought that was really cool that that's what she called it, and I wanted to know what it was. But actually, it's called Angel's Trumpet, Um, but there is a chemical that is derived from those flowers that is referred to as devil's breath and it is one of the most poisonous substances wow yeah um, okay here let me it was really pretty pull this up real quick it's actually called brugmansia is the name of the plant itself okay um but if you go to what's the name of that drug uh scapolamine that's a new one on me it's a technical name. It's not oh, the like, okay. street name or anything. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's usually in South America. Oh, okay. Um, but it can cause um, you to be uh, awake but not aware. Ooh. Kind of thing. Very zombie-like. Yeah. That sounds awful. Um, it's been used to drug wives and slaves before they're buried alive with their dead lord and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I just, once again, I'm... I'm it's pretty bad. I'm confronted with the fact that how much free reign she has. I know. She just stepped right outside. Just right outside. Um, and the fact that the devil's breath just happens to be growing. Like right, right there. there. Like two steps it's from really, the... It's really, really pretty though. It is. It's gorgeous. Um, so we go back to the archive and Nick, Nick, Nick Holly. Um, I, I can't. I can't call him anything but Holly. It's Holly. Um, Holly leaves Abby and Jenny alone. Girl time. Um, which is nice. I, th I thought that Abby was like, we're going to watch this together. And Jenny doesn't want to watch it. No, she's being a scared little sister. Yeah. You notice Jenny didn't want to watch the possession tape either no, when she, she was possessed. No, I don't think she wants to be faced with this reality. Jenny's not as she... tough as Jenny makes well, it out to be. No, she's been... She she wants, you know, she wants something she can actually handle and fire guns at and... Fight. Fight, yeah. She yeah. wants to actually be able to fight something on, that's on a screen she can't engage in that yeah and i and i i totally you I know understand that. that yeah um and so uh abby's like no we need to understand what happened but um, we, yeah we get a very little sister big sister dynamic mm -hmm. here and it's great yeah especially when they start to watch the video and, and, they, and they hold hands like they did when they were kids and i'm yeah. like oh my babies and so um they watch the video and Lori talks about demons following her into Terrytown psych and um she says she says that I wasn't a good mother and the doctor's like who is telling you this and she said uh nurse Lambert right and he's like we don't have a nurse Lambert here 
So Nurse Lambert's not real. Yeah. And but she is. She's real. She's real. And so right away that's like, oh, shit. Um, and so then we see said Nurse Lambert visit Frank. And I'm like, no. Um, and so she tells him that, you know, she, she wants to help people. And she gives him these pills. And um, she kind of like compels him into taking them which is really difficult for me to accept that this ethereal ghosty like thing has access to these drugs yeah and can move them around it's just a little weird yeah well and she uh was escorting walter down the hall had her hand on him Mm -hmm. um so she's kind of corporeal i don't know how that uh, works yeah i'm not real sure how all that works but she's weird yeah um but there's a lot of schools of thought on the whole ghost thing so yeah but um so frank then goes to uh this it's got to be some kind of therapy room or yeah, something it's just or the big, laundry or hell i don't know it's this big tub thing with a bunch of taps and he starts to fill it up, and he's going to... Looks very Harry Potter. It did. <laughs> and he's going to tie himself down. And how did he get in there? How did he get twine or whatever, he, rope or whatever he was using to no tie himself strings. down? Thank you. Yeah, how did, I, I just... Yeah. And so he's going to drown himself, but Abby um, and uh, Holly and Jenny come in in enough time to save him. Of course they do. But um, Mama's there again. Yeah, yeah. Um... And so she sees her mom again, and um, so they get Irving uh, back to his room, which I don't know how they're going to explain that to anybody. Um, well, they were trying to investigate these suicides, so I guess it's just par for the course at this point. Yeah, and so when he wakes up, Abby's there, which I thought was nice. That was nice, but he should have been tied down. Oh. Re- Suicide watch. He'd oh, have been yeah. tied down. He'd have been tied he, to the bed. Because he even makes a point of saying, I can't help you anymore because they're going to be watching me. Yeah, he should... He, he wandered off and tried to kill himself. They would have tied him, regardless of whether or not Abby was in the room. Okay. I still think they would have tied him down. Um, and so he uh, he told her, he was like, at the time, I thought that suicide was the only way out. Right. And um, so he says that, it, which apparently she got lab work back pretty damn quick on him. Uh, she said that they found psychotropic drugs in his system. It's a fancy word. Because... Demons apparently need actual drugs. They can't just juju you with demon stuff. And um, and then she promises him that they're going to stop her. Well, she says something about that it's a specific type of drug that... Makes you very susceptible. Susceptible, especially with demonic influences. How a drug knows about <laughs> whether or not it's demonic influences, I don't know. That's that's on the FDA label, isn't it? Sure. Does okay. not mix well with demon influence. <laughs> I'm going to start checking for that. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they go through uh, they go through the files um, and they find out that uh, Gina died in 1959 and she was a nurse and she thought she was like their angel of mercy and she killed lots of her patients. Which I actually tried to go and find who, I don't know why I thought this, who the original angel of mercy was. I was trying to see if I could find a nurse Lambert parallel yeah because there's nothing to research in this episode at all you were grasping 
So I was just, mm, I'll, I just, I'm curious. I want to go look at this. And there are so many of them throughout history. Yeah. Usually most of them are in like the last um, century or so. Yeah, they gravitate they toward these kind of positions that allow them to, to do this. Right. Um, it's a Munchausen syndrome by proxy kind of thing. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I was just reading through Wikipedia because what else are you going to do? Because there's really nothing else for me to look at. But they have H.H. Holmes listed in here and he's one of my favorite serial killers i love me some serious yeah why they have him listed as an angel of mercy yeah he's listed here for a number of medical murders were involved a number of medical murders were involved in fraud for example hh holmes was involved in insurance scams and confident tricks i never would have categorized him as an angel of mercy i don't think it's so much the angel of mercy's aspect as it was the medical murder yeah using it as well he was selling their bodies and whatnot yeah but his he was murders so crazy. were gruesome. Yeah, he built that house. That it's had, not like, there anymore. Doors. And, oh, man, it's a post office now. Oh, I still want to. A couple go. years ago, I was in Chicago, and we that did some s- fact finding. That would still be pretty awesome. Yeah, to just look at. It was cool though. Um, because serial killers are just. Interesting. He was. And I don't want to say they're cool. They're interesting. They're either making a Devil in the White City um, movie or a TV show. By the way, Ooh. yeah. So that Beautiful. sounds interesting. But anyway, but yeah. But they're referred to as Angel of Mercy or Angel of Death. Okay. They're both the same. It's a type of serial killer. It's usually employed as a caregiver and intentionally harms or kills people under their care. Yeah. Well, that fits her bill. Um, and so it turns out that she was caught when she was working at Terrytown Psych. Yeah, she had... And they... Because I think, like, H.H. Holmes was convicted for nine. He admitted to 100, but there could be over 250 cases. Yeah. It was possibly... It was crazy. So, yeah, I mean, that's... And you get that same kind of story with just about any of them. Yeah. When you read about them. Um, And so, they realize that Gina is is a ghost, and um, that Lori's spirit is trying to uh, stop them from tangling with her. Apparently. That's the story. We'll stick to it. And, um... So, it turns out that uh, their mom was locked up in the old wing, where, which is where... Yeah, I get the feeling there's a lot of unused space in this building. And it's where Abby... uh, Reminds me of the tunnels. It's convenient. Yeah. It's where Abby got zapped. And so, they go, um, they go to see Lori's old cell, and it even still has her name on it, which I thought was odd. Um, And Abby notices something underneath the plaster and starts to tear it away okay so explain this to me okay the room has been unused since Lori died yeah her name is still on the door yeah and yet they plastered over the wall badly too because you know it's been 15 years it hasn't been 50 years the plaster would still be up and you know i mean it's not that derelict well i'm wondering unless there was water damage but i'm wondering if did they plaster the wall before she killed herself they show a drawing on the wall when she killed herself it was on the other side. Then why would they bother plastering the wall? Would they not I don't just know. scrub the wall or paint the wall? Why plaster? Yeah. It's less wallpaper, dramatic. Wallpaper would have been um, more believable. Yeah. Then like, it's like maybe a quarter of an inch thick. Yeah. It's, it was very dramatic. It was all very dramatic. Um, and so they it was, pull. It was emotional. Yeah. They pull the plaster off and even Holly starts to help. Well, he gets like the, the up high yeah. pieces. It was. And Sweet. um and so they find um this mural that Lori did you are my of sunshine. her girls Aww. and it has you know the music notes and you are my sunshine and um Jenny gets a flashback of how Lori tried to kill them both um by you know turning the car on in a closed garage right 
Um, and so Jenny freaks out. And rightfully, rightfully so. Rightfully so, yeah. And yeah. she tries to leave, and Abby's like, no, we need to stay, and she she hugs her, and I'm just like, oh my god, the sister stuff in this yeah. in this episode is going to kill me. Um, And so... Which, this is what I've been wanting. I know, I know. For I don't know how long. Thank you, Damien Kindler. Bless you. So, uh, Lori's spirit appears again, and she warns them that there is an ancient hex... To fight evil spirits, because hexes fight evil things, right? Don't they? Sure, yeah, sure. it's totally legit. Yes, yes. Um, and she's like, I can't... She's trying to remember it, and she can't. Um, and so she's trying to protect the patients from Lambert, and she can't. Right. Um, so she tells him, she's like, it's it's written in, in my journal. The journal that belongs to me. The journal, yeah, the, the journal that was handed down by she our speaks, ancestors. Yeah, she speaks kind of weird. Yeah, the... the Phrasing was kind of odd. But she's never been, she hasn't been real right in her head. So yeah. So I guess it's hard for her to, it would be difficult to communicate. She mentioned something about it being African yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, and so. So, uh, like, oh, okay. yeah. okay. so uh, she's trying to tell them to find the journal and then Gina appears and Abby gets thrown into the hallway. And. Um, Gina gets thrown against the wall. Yeah. Holly and the doors the are sealed. Um, and so Abby's alone with her. And so Jenny and Nick decide that they're going to go get the um, the journal because they can't get to Abby now. Well, they don't know where she's going, where yeah. she is. So the only the only hope is for them to get the the hex that Lori just told them about. And so <laughs> the curse to stop the evil. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, the evil thing to stop the other evil sure. thing. Sure. Um, and so uh, Lori tells Jenny, she's like, "You have to find the you have to find the journal and you have to recite it." Um, and she'll try to protect Abby. Right. Um, and so they go to the storage room. Um, and then we see Gina trap Abby in this wheelchair. Um, and she insists again that she gave Lori peace. So we find out that... She doesn't that, seem very peaceful. She's right over there. She yeah, we find out that she, that she was behind their mom's suicide. Right. Um, and so Abby's like, uh, she's like, I'm going to give you the same peace. And she starts wheeling her away. And I'm like, oh, this is not, this is not good. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it will not end well. And so Jenny and Nick find their way into the like record room with nobody helps them, but they just get in there and it's the middle of the night and they're just given full access to this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, know. I know. Uh but they th- but they find um they find the box of their mom's effects, which I don't know why they didn't have that to begin with. Um Well, they were children when she died. Yeah, but you think they would have tried to obtain it since I think that they were too mad at their mom. Yeah, could be because they because they thought she left mm-hmm. them and committed suicide. Well, Jenny suicide. didn't want to have anything to do with her. That's true. That's true. Um, and so they find a picture of Frederick's Manor, and uh, well, it's Grace Dixon's journal. It's Grace Dixon's journal, <gasps> and so we, in case you had forgotten, they flash back to Grace meeting Katrina and Ichabod, and then helping Katrina deliver Henry. Yep, and um. But they do find the incantation that uh, she pointed them to. And Jenny starts to recite it. It is actual words from an actual language. It's called Twee. Really? T-W-I, yeah. And they said it was what, from West Africa? Um, well, there's an article that I'm going to put in our show notes that goes on and on about this particular scene and really? what Jenny says. And I don't want to, like, start 
nothing. Okay. I don't want there to be nothing, so I'm not going to start nothing. So you'll just link to it. So I'm just going to link to this article about uh, what she says. Okay. And, uh, they do forgive her for her pronunciation because, you know, the first time you read any language. Yeah. It's going to be weird. But the woman, I think it's a woman, the person who wrote this article was at first was really excited that they were using this language. Yeah. But then um, was really upset about what it was that she said. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it's apparently they're calling to the spirit of Anase. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But it just goes on and on. And she's like, I blanched in shock. This is not what I was taught in school. And I just, I was like, okay, I'm just going to back off of this. So we'll, li- we'll link to that. I'll link to it. You can make your own decisions about it. But the trans, the translation that she gives is spirit of Anase, Deceiver for the people of Asante, I implore you, deliver us from these deceitful things away from us. So she's not just spouting gibberish. Gibberish. It's actual words. Okay. But I don't want to start any trouble. Okay. So she had a personal stake in it and took issue. Yeah, she did. I'm going to let her speak for herself. Cool. And you guys can can read about that. I was like, "Ah." I didn't really understand it. Yeah. What she was saying completely and i didn't have a whole lot of time at the moment so i'm just gonna let everybody else read it for themselves and and they can make their own decisions okay but they were offended okay as as they had every right to be i don't know enough about it to to speak to speak intelligently yeah so so i'm just gonna let it go but yes she actually said actual words okay cool cool um so you'll have that in the show notes that's gonna be the show notes all right good um it may be the only thing in the show notes yeah but it'll be in the show notes. So, uh, um, so we go back to Abby and Lambert, and um, she monologues, um, and she she admit, which is always the downfall. She admits to giving Lori pills, um, and then left her to hang herself. And um, she's trying to force Abby to open her mouth. And at first, I'm like, "Baby, why is your mouth open?" But uh, then Jenny comes up behind her and. Well, Lambert forced her mouth open. She did a wah with her fingers. Oh, did she do some? She did a little fingery magic. Oh, well, there you go. Abby's mouth opened. Um, and so uh, we see Jenny uh, reciting the incantation. Well, and at first I was trying to figure out why is she just why is she in the stock room saying this? Why does she not go to where to where they are? And she doesn't know where they are. My daughter pointed out to me she doesn't know where she is. I was like, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Good point. Um, so good thing it's not one of those things where you have to be in the same room as the thing you're she reading. She yells it. Yeah, she's just shouting. Uh, she woke everybody up. It's fine. That's all right. Um, and so, uh, Lori attacks Nurse Lambert. Well, the spell is apparently the hex. The hex is working. It's making Lambert weak. And, um, she tells, uh, she screams at her that she's not scared of her anymore. And then, uh, Lambert disintegrates into nothing. She's just, ah! It's a big dramatic thing. Um, but Lori disappears too. Um, just as Jenny and Holly come in. Because apparently they were just right down the hall. Yes. Yes. Um, and so they get Abby free and um and she's like, Mama fought for me. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, my babies. And um but she's like, I'm so upset that I couldn't see her one more time to thank her. Um, but Jenny's like, I have an idea on that front. Well, yeah, of course. Because suddenly Jenny's all about mom. Yeah. And so they apparently have sent for some uh, magic magic supplies and Ichabod brings them. So he must be feeling better. Yeah. 
And so they go to Lori's old room, and um, Jenny performs this ritual from that she found in the journal. Okay. And okay. this is in this is in English. This incantation is in English. It's just a simple seance. Yeah. That's um, all it is. Okay. It's a simple seance spell. Um, But I think this is the first magic we've had in English in this whole show. Usually it's either Latin or Romani Greek or whatever. Mostly the, Romani Greek. Or whatever the African um, language was that Jenny used previously. True. True. So I just thought that that just stuck out to me. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little off. Um, but. but they do get Lori to appear and they get to talk to her. And Abby's, Abby just wants to know why the hell she's a witness, which I think is a lot of what Abby's, the crux of her issue boils down to is why am I this witness? And, um, she says that, you know, you don't get to choose it. And, um, then Jenny remembers what happened on the day that their, uh, that her mother tried to kill them, um, is that she woke up kind of, and she tried to turn the car off. She tried to get out of the car and there was a demon there right and so to save them she crashed through their garage door but she did save them she woke yes. up enough to yeah. so i mean she she was straight up tormented she by was. demons she was and um i think jenny finally realizes yeah that she was trying the to... extent of right yeah and so um well and the reason they were trying to they were tormenting her was to kill the girls because they knew right abigail was a witness and mama knew yeah abby was a witness mama knew too mama knew and which so, they never explained really how she knew yeah but m- maybe you know moloch likes to taunt folks before he kills them True. so maybe one of the minions taunted her just to upset her even more um but yeah, Jenny's like, oh my god, you saved us. And then she's like, yeah, um, Nurse Lambert was sent by Moloch to, to finish her off. Right. When she got put into Terrytown. Um, and since then, she's been doing what she could to protect her. She said she watches uh, she watched over Jenny when Jenny was there. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Um, but she does tell them that there is a weapon hidden inside the journal to defeat Moloch. And um, I'm like, of course there is. Yeah, I'm like that. Because what's the good of a journal if there's no weapon in it? Exactly. And so um, now that she can be free now, which I thought was nice. What can we do to help you? Oh, you already did. Oh, poof. Okay. Yeah. Great. I told you they were witches. Yeah. They. (laughs) Well, and this this cinches it because Jenny now did an incantation and it worked. Yep. And there's that that journal is full of spells. Yep. So heretically. Even, but I'm so glad that they pulled from a different um, culture? heritage, from a different yeah. culture. Yeah, um, I, I am too. So I was because if yes. Abby's Abby's uh, ancestors would have been like, "Oh, here's this Latin spell," it wouldn't have that would I wouldn't have been able to stomach that. Yeah, I can stomach it from Katrina because that's her heritage. But I am so glad that they did use some African heritage. Yeah, because that's stuff too. I mean, there's yeah, there's a whole. There's mysticism everywhere. Mysticism and yeah, and it makes a lot more sense. And I'm so glad to finally see Abby's history as a witness. We've been so focused on Ichabod, Ichabod. and Katrina and Henry and that connection to yeah. to witness, witness, witness. But it, uh, there was always this big hole with Abby. Yeah, because we got the stuff. We got the stuff of them as kids, but not not to the extent like we've gotten with Ichabod. Right. You're right. This backstory really ties her into the story itself now. Yeah, not just she was chosen. 
and that what? her mom was targeted. I mean, right. Well, and now she knows the, Grace right. Dixon died in, in, you know, as a product of this war. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's really starting to hit home. Yeah, I'm just glad that they finally closed that yeah. plot hole. And so, uh, so they go back to, uh, they're driving back to Sleepy Hollow. And then Frank hitches a ride. Because he got out. How did Frank know that was them in that car? I don't. I don't know. Is Abby's car that wreck? It's a freaking silver SUV. It looks yeah. like every other freaking silver SUV in the world. Yeah. Um. And so uh, he's like, hey, so I'm just going to escape. Uh, because and you're going to help me. And you're going to help me because I, I can do more good here. Um, and it was just... And Trelando, because I, I was going through my blog okay. for uh, some of these episodes. And Orlando posted... <laughs> A picture of him in the woods. Um, and he said, good evening, sir. My name is Frank. I come from a rough area. I, I used to be a crackhead and sign, and sign contracts in blood that I didn't bother to read ahead of time. So now I have no soul. This is why I'm selling magazine subscriptions. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was just like, I love him reminded so once again how great he is. Much. I love him so, so much. Oh, so funny. Oh, you bring tears to my eyes. Yeah. So I just I had to put that in there because that so was just too good. Did. That was too that good. Was now I have to watch. All. That's uh, for those of you who don't understand that reference. That's from um, Office Space that Orlando had a Orlando had a small part in. Had, had a very small part in, but trust me, you have to go watch it. Yes, yes. We should cast that movie. We should. That should go on our list. We should do like a watch along. Oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> so he's like. Uh, he's like, come on, let's go. And they and they get him in the vehicle and they drive off. And uh, so our final scene is back at fucking Frederick's Manor. Um, Katrina is allowed to do some kind of like witchery shit. She's still in the freaking corset. And I'm so disappointed Abraham has not gotten her a new dress yet. Thank you. Because that's what he does. Yeah. It's all he does. And all, that, that's and why it, it makes no sense to me why she's still in this fucking corset. I, I don't know. Um, and so, but she's allowed full reign of, like, the mortar and pestle and all the stuff that she needs to fuck shit up. Because that's what you let a witch have. Of course. Of course. And so she mixes this potion with the devil's breath. Um, and uh, so she goes to the nursery to give it to him. But um, duh, he's already grown up a little bit. A little bit. And he's, like, maybe a five-year-old-ish. Yeah. And he calls her mother. Aww. He's like, I'm hungry. But why is he on the stepladder? He like I walks across the room know. and steps up on the stepladder. I'm hungry. I'm like, what? With, and he's got this big, what was it, a piece of bread? Bread or big cheese. Big loaf of bread or, or something. It's that same bread that Abraham showed up with. <laughs> but he's like, mother, I'm hungry. And I'm just like, oh, So okay. you're going to get up on the stepladder and say you're hungry? That's what I do when I'm hungry. Of course, don't we all? Yes. It's not true hunger unless you say it from a stepladder. <laughs> well, I have to remember that from now on. But yeah. So so overall, I thought this was a good episode. It was a much better episode. They, you know, I, I want more of Abby and Jenny's side of things. Oh, yeah. Because you're right. We do get Jenny. We do get a lot of Ichabod stuff. We do, I lo- yes. God, I love Jenny so, so much. I mean, in this first season, focus so much on Ichabod and... George Washington, Ichabod and Benjamin Franklin, Ichabod and whoever. Yeah. And we got no, we didn't know anything about Abby. Yeah. And how she's connected to all, because it, there's connections. And I still don't really understand how Ichabod 
is involved in it, why he's the witness. Yeah. I understand, you know, we had Grace Dixon and descendant, 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 descendant down to Abby. It makes sense. But it's she just has Ichabod. a family connection, but Ichabod's father had nothing to do with any of this. No, he was a professor at Oxford. Yeah, he was back home in England. And a dickweed. Yeah, a real asshole. I'm uh, waiting for him to be one of the horsemen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, so I just, I don't really understand why Ichabod was chosen. Yeah. Uh, you know, was, as a, like, as Abigail kind of has it as a birthright. Yeah, that's a good point. She came by it the family way. Yeah. And he just kind of showed up. Yeah, he just was in the right place, right time. And could see the stuff. I mean, I can understand what he, he you know, he could see the demons. And that's why Katrina was like, oh my God. Oh yeah, you must be the witness. But why him? Yeah. Him of all people. Right. Why not Abraham? Why not... Yeah. Joe Bob. Yeah. Billy Ray. Whoever. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, this was such a, a pickup from last episode. Because I can just tell you that getting through Heartless was difficult. It was very difficult. I was like, do it for the podcast. <laughs> do it for the podcast. We did. Yeah. We did it. It was good. Uh, but yeah, this was so much better. So much more story yeah not garbage and crap and they actually explained a few things mm -hmm. like the uh uh gray Dixon's journal and that it was still there and i hate that it's been locked away in a box for all this time though oh we're just now finding out about it yeah but at least they're finally giving abby something yeah because ichabod's got george washington's bible and ben franklin's sketchbook and yeah you know. all this stuff right so, at least she has something. So, I feel better. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But we'll see what happens. We got we got Frank out of Terrytown, at oh, least. Oh, finally. We did, they did something with Frank. Because uh, Free Frank Irving, man, that was that was getting pretty old. It was. It was getting hot and heavy. I was like, okay. Every episode. Yeah. This episode needs more Frank. So, what was your favorite scene? Um, hmm. You have an answer. Because I'm holding up my hand. She raised her hand. Um, the seance scene. Yeah. Was very touching and sweet. Yeah, I like when she finally got to talk to her mom. Yeah. And they, Jenny was there too. They actually got to have a conversation. And Jenny finally, I don't, she kind of like forgave her. Yeah. And finally understood. Yeah. There was, that's some character development right there. Because she's been anti-mom. A lot. For a long time. Well, and I think she looked at it like. You know what? I was in Terrytown. I didn't kill myself. Yeah, and I think I she, saw things. I didn't go nuts. Well, and I think she also closed herself off. She closed herself off to any kind of emotional attachments, though. Yeah, that's true. Like even Abby took it took time for her to to latch on to Abby. So I just thought that was a really good scene. It gave and and Jenny drove that scene. Yeah, which I thought was really good. I'm glad to see Jenny back. I need more of her. I know. I need some Jenny. Yep, she's great. And Lindy's great. Yeah, Lin Lindy's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And we finally saw that we can see they got everybody in that SUV. I mean, we had Ichabod, mm -hmm. Abby, Jenny. Holly. Holly and Frank all and fit in that Frank. one vehicle. <laughs> he climbs in the back. It's great. I'm like, He's oh, got this is in. great. <laughs> they must have had one of those like latch things inside for it to pop up. Yeah. Cars Hold on, I'm popping the trunk for you. Cars these days are so fancy. I don't even know where the car... <laughs> The trunk pull is inside my car. I just use the button on the fob. Yeah. Surely there is a switch inside my car, <laughs> but I just don't know where it is. Probably. 
I'm sure there is, but I, I don't know which Switch it is. I don't care. I have the fob. Yeah. So we got lots of development. Yeah, we did. I was so what was your favorite that. scene? Um, probably that one, because I, I felt like we got some emotional payoff. Right. They put literally put her ghost to bed. Yeah. I mean, because, and, and like Abby said, um, she'd had the whole crazy mom, crazy sister thing hanging over her head. And as much as she knows that Jenny's not nuts now, they didn't know that about their mom. Right. And they knew, they finally, I mean, they kind of already knew that the demons were really after her, but now they understand why. And that. that and what happened. And that they actively, um caused her to take her life yeah it wasn't just a choice of her no she didn't just choose to do it and she didn't give up yeah i think the not giving up was a big part of it yeah that she fought yeah which is what she said in her suicide note i've i fought Mm. but yeah it hurt my heart the whole thing um so uh what (laughs) what scene other than katrina demon baby the demon baby stupid demon baby (laughs) And I'm sorry, Katrina, alarm bells should have been going off when, when Henry's like, is she still wearing the necklace? Good. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. No, this is completely benign. Oh, no. Let me just pick up this baby that Henry wants me to pick up. I know. He was really, really pushing. She should have known right then up. and there. I know. This is not a side Hello? part of the plan. This is the plan. She just got so pulled into it. She's... So easily manipulated. Yeah. I, didn't, I was just not. He calls her mother like three times and she's like ready to nurse a demon baby. I know. She's all up in that. Yeah. Mother. But she wants to connect with Henry. so that Not, not that she ever, ever, ever calls him Jeremy. Nope. <sighs> yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy. Jenry. Jenry. I think Jenry is what I I've like heard. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm so. I'm done with that whole thing, but, yeah, but whatever. I'm I'm sick of Katrina. So much. Damn. I'm sick of the whole like Jerry Springer of the apocalypse kind of thing they got going on with this is our son that's older than us and here's my ex-boyfriend and he has a head sometimes and sometimes oh he doesn't. And like I'm over here but my husband's over here with his new girlfriend. And I keep leaving my husband to go live with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, and it's just it, it's very Jerry Springer <laughs> it when you put it like that. It is. It's stupid. I mean, will somebody at least throw a chair? (laughs) Flip a table? That would be more exciting. But yeah. Do we need a paternity test? That's what we're missing. We're missing the paternity. I want a paternity test because I think Henry is is Abraham's. Yep. (laughs) Just saying. So yeah. Because it'll be done in 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Before the end of the episode. Of course it will. Of course it will. That's That's how these things work. That's how it works in Springer. Yeah. So yeah, um, but it was a good. It was it was a. Positive. This was a better episode. Yeah, overall. Yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the Katrina Crane challenge. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna stop you. Okay, so basically the the short version of it is, if you don't think she sucks, tell us why, because <laughs> we think she sucks, um, and we actually would really like to hear if you. If you have no, like, a differing we, opinion. We won't make fun of you. No, no, no. Um, we really want to know. If there's some reason, something that we're missing about her character that makes her meaningful to the story. Yeah. Other than she's Ichabod's wife. Yeah. Because that ain't flying. Right. Um, because they're married and they're in love. No. 
They don't act like it. No, they don't. So um, if you if you do have uh, some differing opinions, we want to hear from you. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at randomtcasts. Or you can contact us on the tumbles um, at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah, if there's a meta out there that you know about, just tag us in it, reblog it. Yeah. Point us, hey, look over here. You know, that, that's yeah. fine. That'd Something like that. But you should follow us on Tumblr and Twitter anyway, because if you do, then you'll know um, every single moment when one of our podcasts drops so that you can hear it right away. Yeah. And talk to all your friends about it. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, huh, yeah, huh, yeah, huh, yeah, huh, 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 nudge, nudge. Because uh, we do more than just Sleepy Hollow. We do. We do Gotham. We do uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Uh, we do just some random movies. Because reasons. Um, And we're going to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for season three. Yes, we will. Um, and we're going to also do Agent Carter um, sometime in the um, during the winter hiatus before season two starts. And then we'll do season two. Yeah. Because we're cool that way. Right. Well, Peggy's cool that way. Peggy is so cool that way. Oh, my gosh. She's great. Yeah. I want to grow up to you, Peggy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that everything? I think so. Uh, you can yeah, you give the email address. Website. Website, yeah. Randomteapodcast.com. It's really simple. All of our pertinents are on there. You can listen to all of our podcasts from there. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Uh, you can like and review us on all of the sites. It, yeah, if you do, if you are liking what you're hearing, we would love it if you would leave us a review. That would really be awesome. A and high five would be cool. Yeah, it would help other people Cookies find us. Cookies are good. Us. Cookies are really good. Cookies are good. Yeah. Um, oh, and everybody, Queenie loves pumpkins, so I do. Get her pumpkin stuff. I do. <laughs> Send her a pumpkin. I don't Yay! even know what that's about. So. I don't know. I'd be excited. <laughs> is that all the pimping? I think I think that is. I'm, I'm pimped out. Okay. Thanks for listening, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.